We left off on the bottom of the Zayin and We uh, just got through going through the six different uh, opinions, six different shitos as to what causes uh, rain to be withheld from uh, from the earth. The Gemara is going to discuss what to do when you have people with difficulties in learning, what we can attribute their difficulties in learning to, and how to fix that problem. The Gemara is also going to discuss going to people who can daven for rain when there isn't enough rain. We're going to discuss the differences between tefillos. Once we're talking about davening, the difference between tefillos of a yachid and tefillos of a tzibor. We're going to talk about how Hashem is is very trustworthy and people should be balei amana, should be very trustworthy people with the famous story of the chulda and the bar that the Gemara doesn't really say, but we're going we're gonna to mention what that story is. And then on Amid Beis, the Gemara is going to talk about the connection between childbirth and rain, which again highlights that idea that we keep, that keeps on coming up, that there's something to do, be, that the the, the mushal, that the psukim and the chazal use for rain is the man-woman relationship, and the daf is going to end with four statements of Rabbi Yitzchak, and then four statements of Rabbi Yochanan. So we left off at Va'amar Rabbi Ami, I believe, about five lines from the bottom of the page, on Dav Zayinam Beis. We just got through the six different uh, causes for Hashem to withhold rain. Ironically, the last one was that it was Ba'avon Gezel, Ba'avon Hamas, that when people are stealing too much, when there's Hamas in the world, Hashem will make it not rain, which is ironic, obviously, because the Avon of the Dor Hamabul was, uh, was Hamas, and Hashem made it rain a lot. But Va'am Rabbi Ami, what's the Pasuk teaching us when the Pasuk in Kohelah says, Im habarzel v'hu lo panim kilkal, im if you see that the sky becomes hard like iron, that it's not gonna, that that it's not allowing any rain to come down. And that's because of the kilkul of the maisadar, the the uh, actions of the people of that generation that are all messed up, that aren't proper. So what should you do about it? So you should daven a lot. Uh, as the pasuk goes on to say, the same pasuk. And certainly, if uh, davening is good, if 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 the whole time people were uh, were were acting appropriately. So then, for sure, it's going to help. Reish Lakish Amar Imriisa Talmid Shelimudo Kasha Love. Reish Lakish says, if you see a Talmid who has difficulties with his learning, as Rashi points out, Shehiksha Hulo Merov Kushios Bishvil Mishnaso Shenas Dura. Well, the Gemara goes on to say Bishvil Mishnaso Shenas Dura Love. If you see, if you have a, pro, a Talmid that has a difficulty with his learning, he has all sorts of kashas. It's because of his Mishnayos that are in a Sedura Love. His Mishnayos that are not organized. Uh, Rashi said, Rashi points out that the idea is that uh, he's not going to remember what it says in the Mishnayis and therefore he's going to have all sorts of kashas meaning a lot of times if you have people have questions it's simply out of ignorance they just don't know what it says in all the Mishnayis so you learn the first Mishnah of the Masechta and people sit on uh, sit there and ask kashas from today till tomorrow and they don't know that the second Mishnah of the Masechta deals with one of those kashas and the third Mishnah deals with another one so if you have the Mishnayis Duros if you already know all the Mishnayis you know the basic basic halachas, the basic framework of the entire Masechta, so then certainly or the, the entire Shas, then certainly it will help with dealing with a lot of the, the difficulties. But it's interesting, the Lashon is Sedura love. It's not just that the Mishnayis are known to him that he's, uh, that he's Mishunan Behem, that he knows them fluently, but Sedura, that he has some sort of organization in his mind. Having an organized mind is very, very important in learning, in success in learning. Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, and again, the same Pasuk, 
v'hu lo panim kilkal. So what should he do? Yarba yeshiva. There's only the, with all the tricks, with all the tricks, how to become a tamal chacham in uh, in ten minutes at a time, in five minutes at a time, and just uh, there's there's only one way. Yarba yeshiva. A person has to sit and learn, and when yarba yeshiva, then he can become a tamal chacham. Then he could uh, know something. Shnemar pasuk says. Certainly, if a person did not have trouble in his learning and was organized in his learning to begin with, so being Yarbib Yeshiva is certainly going to help. Reishlakish would chazer over the Mishnahis 40 times before he would go in front of Rabbi Yochanan to discuss the learning. And uh, Ravad Barava would go over the learning 24 times before he would go in front of Rava. The, 20, the 40 times the Gemara says is connected the 40 days that Moshe Rabbeinu took to receive the Torah in Arsina. And the 24 times is connected the Sifrei Tanakh. The Marsha points out that I understand Rish Lakish that it was 40 times because even Moshe Rabbeinu had needed 40 days. The Kalapachos uh, probably one time each day. I mean, that's probably what the 40 days are about. It's for one time each day that Moshe Rabbeinu had to go over the learning, so if even Moshe Rabbeinu needed 40 times to go over the learning, so any Amora is going to say to himself that he's also going to require at least 40 times. But Frakta Marashar, Ravada Barav, was Masada Mishnaso 24 times, Keneged 24 Svarim in Torah Nevi'im Aksuvim, what does that mean? Why, why, what does that have to do with the number of times that you go over the learning? The 24 Svarim in, in, in Tanakh are not repeats of each other. Each one is something is something new. So what's the, uh, what's the idea of Kineged Sifrei Tanakh. The Ben Yoyot explains that in Torah Shabal Peh there is Shisha Sidre Mishnah and the Torah is Nidrash in four different uh, levels. There's Pshat, Remez, Drush, and Sod. So it could be that the Shisha Storm Shabal Peh, that each of them has four Chalakim, is also 24 and that's Kineged the 24 Svarim of Torah Shabich Sav. But still doesn't explain why he'd go over his learning 24 times. It's just a nice connection that the number 24 is a significant number when it comes to learning, both in Torah Shabbat and in Torah Shabbat Peh. Rava Amar, Rava says, If you see a Talmud who has difficulty in his learning, it's like iron, it's because he doesn't have a good Rebbe. He has a Rebbe who doesn't pay enough attention. So the Talmud is struggling in learning because the Rebbe is not, not being attentive enough to make sure that he's doing what it takes to make, to, to make the, Talmud, the Talmud learn. They have uh, studies that have verified this, where they uh, take second graders or third graders and they tell the teachers uh, that certain students are gifted, even though they're not really gifted, and they've tracked those students, and those students were always much, much more successful than uh, the rest of the class. Because if a teacher thinks that the student is gifted, then the teacher realizes correctly that if the student's not learning, it's not the student's fault. It's because the teacher hasn't found a way to tap into the student's potential. So the, when the teacher thinks the student is gifted, he's going to do whatever it takes to, to get through to the student. And it works, and he does get through to the student. It's only when uh, when when the teacher uh, doesn't pay enough attention to, to, how to, to how to connect to the student, the student doesn't do well. So it's true in any academic uh, pursuit, but certainly in Torah as well. Uh, so what should he do if he's, he never was zocha to, uh, to, to a good teacher who's going to pay, pay enough attention? So you should make sure that he has chevra, and that will help. So certainly if a person 
certainly if uh, he was if if the Rebbe did pay attention, everything was uh, was going well with the Rebbe to begin with, then Yarbal of Rayim is going to help. What's the pasuk teaching me when the pasuk says Im Yisho Hanachash below Lachash Ve'in Yisron Lebal Halashon? So what's this pasuk teaching me? Im Reisa Dor Shashamayim Shtakin Kinachoshes Matar. If you see a generation where uh, the the sky is 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 hard like copper, that it's not going, it's not allowing any rain to come down. So then Bishvil Lochshe Lechishos Shein Badar. It's because of a lack of people who are Lochshe Lechishos who know how to daven properly for the rain. Maitakanasan. So what should they do? They should find the expert in tefillah. They should find the person who knows how to daven. What's that phrase teaching us? If a person knows how to daven but doesn't use that skill, so then uh, he's, not, he's not going to benefit from it at all. What if you do daven and nothing happens? You go to the chassid shabadar and have him be marba b'tfila. Have the, uh, the 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 greatest tzaddik of the generation daven. And vein pegia el tfila. Pegia always means tfila. Shnemer vatal tispal badam azev al tisa badam rino tfila vial tifka bi. When Hakadosh Baruch Hu is telling him yo, don't daven, he's saying al tifka bi. So you see that pegia is a lashon of tfila. We also have in chumish vayivka b'makom is b'makom uh, is also lashon of tfila. Vimlachash also biado megis daito alav maybe afdiolam now if the person davens and he feels proud of himself and he works and therefore he feels proud of himself and he's Develops a sense of gaiva, so that's going to bring Hakadosh Baruch Hu's wrath and anger into this world. Shenemar, the the pasuk, uh, the pasuk says, Mikna af al ola. Um, so, uh, let, let's uh, pause there for a second. Rashi explains the uh, the idea that we we have over here of loch she luchishos sheim bedar is that people are not davening the tefillah belachash. That's loch she luchishos. Davening a silent shmon esrei. So the Yaakov explains based on the Gemara and Sota daflam beis and beis. The Gemara and Sota says why is it that they were misakin. Why is it that we have a quiet fila? We should all go to shul, listen to the chazan say the tefila. What's the point of tefila belachash? Because, says the Gemara, there are a lot of things that a person has to add in to his tefila when he's uh, being mevakish rachamim for things that he's done and uh, for do when he does tshuva. And if everyone had to say all their tefilos out loud, it would be very embarrassing. So as not to embarrass people when they have to say things out loud over Avera that so we give them the opportunity everyone has the opportunity to be mispalel belachash not just the opportunity but the requirement to be mispalel belachash so a door where they don't say it fila belachash it's because they have vasos panim it's because they have chutzpah they have no embarrassment uh, and people who are the, the people who are doing averos are not embarrassed with their averos and what did we say in yesterday's daf one of the things that the gishamar for the one that we focused on the most out of all six opinions and the one that the gemara had a lot to say about is for vasos that it doesn't rain as a result of Azus Panim. So if you see that there's that the sky is not giving any rain, it's Bishvil Loch Sheilchishos Shein Badar. No one's davening a silent Shmonasre. It's just another way of saying the same thing we said yesterday. That it's a res- result of the uh, of the Azus Panim of that generation. That's how the Ewan Yaakov explains. And the Sefer Shoshanas Yaakov explains the reason the Gemara says that there's no Loch 
Shalchishos means that everyone's davening bekal ram, everyone's davening out loud, even though they're doing it for uh, for the sake of of uh, being ma'orer their kavana. Because sometimes when you say something out loud, it enables you to focus a little bit better. But still, it appears like miktane amana. It appears like they lack amuna if everyone's davening out loud. That's another reason we daven quietly to show that our Kodesh Baruch Hu could hear us whether we are saying things quietly or loudly. The Shulchan Aruch Paskins that if a person is not able to Shulchan Aruch Sim Kovalif in Aruchaim says if a person is not able to have Kavana Balachash he's allowed to daven a little bit loudly and the Taz writes that even if he's able to be Mechavim Balachash but he could, he could have better Kavana if he davens Bekol that's the same as the Eno Yachol Chavin Balachash and therefore he's allowed to be Magbiya Kolo a little bit but the Shulchan Aruch says that's only that's if a person happens to be davening alone. But if a person is davening with tzibur, then it's also because it's going to be matched with the tzibur, it's going to ruin everyone else's kavana, and that a person, a person certainly does not have the right to uh, to ruin everybody else's kavana in the in the uh, in the tzibur. The preacher writes that someone who's mispal with tzibur and he's not able to have kavana when he's mispal quietly should not daven with tzibur. Let him daven at home, and that way he'll be able to have his uh, kavana. So in the bir alacha, he says that pismanenu we don't uh, we don't. We don't pass on like that, Prisha. We don't have that kind of confidence that when we daven be yechidus, that we're going to be able to have the level of kavana necessary that it's worth the trade-off to give up on tefillah b'tzibur because of the increased kavana that we imagine we're going to have if we're able to daven out loud. Now, the whole discussion of davening out loud is not such so clear-cut. The uh, the the tour writes that uh, that magbiya kol b'tzfilaso based on the gemara and brachos is mektane amana that it's it's as if you're saying that kodesh baruch Hu can't hear tefillah. Um, the, uh, the 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 tour the quotes that Yeshomrim that you cannot even supposed to say loud enough that you could hear it with your own ears. But then he says Hadas no Senes that it's better that you could hear it with your own that you should say it at least loud enough that you could hear it with your own ears. Just no one else should be able to hear it. That's what the Pas- the Raman Paskins, the Raman in Hilchus Tefillah says. Person is not supposed to be mispal belibo. You're not supposed to just think the words of Tefillah. You have to be mechate chadvarim b'svasav umashmiya ba'aznav. Belachash but not Pekol, meaning a person has to whisper so that he hears the words that he's saying, but no one else should hear the words that the, uh, that the person is saying. That's what the Rashba writes as well when the Gemara says, that Amr of Amnuna from the Pasuk by Chana, that Chana was Medabera Saliba, Raksfaseha Naos, Vekolo Lo Yishamea, so we darshan Sfaseh Naos, she was Mechatech Besosayim, she was actually saying the words, but Kolo Lo Yishamea, you're not allowed to be Magbia Kolo Betfila for anyone uh, for anyone else to hear the uh, the Tfila. That's how the uh, the general assumption is in Halacha. However, there is a passage in the Zohar that's quoted by the Rishonim that, uh, that says that that even uh, they shouldn't even be mashmiel uh, that you shouldn't even be mashmiel that you shouldn't even say it loud enough that you should hear it, and uh, that that's the passage of the uh, in in the Zohar, and some of the Rishonim say that we should be choshesh for the Zohar. Again, that's not the way the Shulchan Aruch paskins to be choshesh. He does not paskins to be choshesh for the Zohar. Shulchan Aruch paskins that we're supposed to uh, be say it loud enough that we could hear it ourselves, but not loud enough that uh, that other people could hear it, and that it would in any way uh, disrupt anyone else's tefillah. There's also a fascinating comment that the Gevurah 
Gemara Sarvi has over here. Is the Gemara says if you if you see the Ador that the Shemayim is Mishtakin Knechoshes Milahori Talu Matar. So Gemara Sarvi says, wait a second. There's a Gemara Masechas Eirichin Daftasavam Beis where Reish Lakish darshens this pasuk about Laasid uh, Lava when all the Chayos are going to go by the Nachash and they're going to ask the Nachash. We don't understand what motivates you. What? How do you operate when uh, Ari is Dores? It gets to eat its prey, but you just uh, you know poison people and bite people and you don't even get any benefit from it. You don't even get any no, what's your deal? Why do you do that? So that's how they dash in this Pasuk says the Gvura Sari in Masechus Erechid. Uh, so, uh, so he says the Kasha, so since Ravami is Cholik on Reish Lakish, in the Drasha of the Pasuk, the Gemara should have brought that and said that Ravami is Cholik on Reish Lakish, like the Gemara normally does. That's the Gvura Sari's Kasha. So the Rashash points out, he says, he says, I don't get it. In the third line of the, uh, of uh, well, a little bit further, wherever it is, right here in this in this Gemara, we're about to see mamish on this Amud of Gemara. We're about to see that exact uh, gadata about the Nachash and about how they all the Chayos go to the Nachash. How could the Gevura Sari? The Gevura Sari is a, is a Shagasari, is a Baki Bakal Chidrei Torah, and he writes in his uh, commentary a Kasha from a Gemara in Erechin. The Gemara is right here. The Gemara appears in there. How did he forget that it's the next line? And when he went to publish, he allowed that to get into the publication. Have he not? Uh, how did he miss such such an obvious point? Rashash doesn't understand what's going on with the Sefer Shagasarye. So the Masifti quotes from the Sefer Dikduke Sofrim. says, Shemisha There's no way that the Gvura Sari didn't realize that the Gemara that he's quoting and asking Kasha from is right here in front of his face. And why did he do it then? The reason that this happened, or I don't know if he's saying the reason that he put it in the Sefer, or the reason that he made such an obvious error, and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowed him to make such an obvious error, is to teach all of us that everyone can make mistakes, that it's human to make mistakes, and a person shouldn't be embarrassed if you make a mistake. Here you have the Shagasari, the Helga Shagasari made such an obvious mistake, so we shouldn't, uh, we, we shouldn't be, be afraid to, uh, to admit when we make minor mistakes or major mistakes in learning. Rav Amar, back in the Gemara, Rav Amar, Shetam Ilcham Shiyoshim that if you have two Tamilicham that live in the same city and they can't get along with each other to discuss halacha, so it's going to cause a certain amount of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's wrath in this world. Here it is. Here's the exact Agadita that he was quoting. What does the Pasuk mean when it says when the Nachash bites below Lachash and there's no Yisron, there's no benefit for the Bala Lashon? All of the uh, wild beasts are going to go to the Nachash and they're going to say to him, I don't understand you. Every other beast that attacks and and eats and uh, kills, at least benefits from it. What benefit do you get when you kill? He said there's no benefit for someone who says Lashon Hara, and people still do that. A person is not going to have his philos listened to or heard unless he has full kavana. He puts his nefesh bechapo. It's, uh, it's in his palm of his hand. He has a uh, full kavana in his tefillah. 
Okim Shmuel Amora Levidarish, but didn't Shmuel want Starshin otherwise that a person even without full Kavana, Pasuk says, Vayifatuhu Bithiam Vulshonam Yechazvulo, Vilibam Lo Nachonimo, Vilo Nemnu Bivriso, and the Pasuk of Alpha Pikain, even though that Libam Lo Nachonimo, even though they weren't having proper Kavana, still Vuhurachu Michapera Avon, Hakarish Barchu Slad Rahmanus, Hakarish Barchu still listens to the Tfilah. So how can you say that a person's Tfilah is only going to be listened to if he has full Kavana? Here we have a Drasha that even when a person doesn't have Kavana, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is interested in and listens to the Tefillah. So, Lokasha kan biyachid kan betzibur. So, as we know, there's a big difference between davening biyachidus and davening betzibur. Kavana is really critical when you daven biyachidus. When you daven betzibur, much less so. It's not nearly as critical. The Rambam in the second paragraph of Vilchus Tshuva writes that even though Tshuva is always a good thing, Tshuva and Sa'akar, Yafali Olam, Ba'asaras Hayyam Shabin Roshan, Yom Kippurim, during the ten days of Asaras Yom Tshuva, it's Yafayi Biyoser. He says the Rambam, Bamed Varmamurim Biyachid. That's when it comes to Yachidus. But Betzibur, Kalzman, Shalsim Shuva, Vitzok, and Belev Shalem, Heinanin. When you're Davin, you whenever you're Tzok, Belev Shalem, whenever you're Davin, you're going to be heard as long as it's Belev Shalem. So Rabbi Kivager asks from our Gemara, what do you mean Belev Shalem? Betzibur, you don't even need Belev Shalem. Betzibur, you're going to be Nana anyway, even without, even without Belev Shalem. So the, he answers that, that, uh, that, that, uh, it could be that even though you don't need Lev uh, Shalem for all of them, but at least some of them need Lev, some of the people need Lev Shalem. I mean, the whole idea is that you get you get lost in the mix. That it's a uh, hundred people are davening uh, and uh, fifty of them are having kavana, so it's kilu. A hundred people are davening with kavana because they're tefilos be kavana coming from a group of a hundred people. But uh, you, you need somebody. That's what the Rambam is saying. That that you need somebody to have Lev Shalem in the group. Not everybody in the group. But Argumar is saying not everybody in the group has to have Lev Shalem. The more obvious answer is that uh, there's a difference between Asar Simei Tshuva and the rest of the days in the year. It could be that, uh, that, that during Asar Simei Tshuva, Kavana is, uh, you could take it either way, Kavana is more important or less important, you know, depending on uh, whichever way you want to take it. Okay, Amrabiyami, Engisham Yordin Elbishfil Bale Amana. The rain comes down because of trustworthy people, meaning that's a reward that Hashem brings to the world for trustworthy people. Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, MS may eretz titzmach v'tzedek mishamayim nishkaf that 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 it's the MS is is titzmach uh, from uh, sprouts from from the from the earth v'amra and then when the MS sprouts from the earth then tzedek mishamayim nishkaf then Hakadosh Baruch Hu will cause tzedek to come from heaven Hakadosh Baruch Hu will bring the rain v'amra biyami borei kamagadolim baleyamana go take, let's go take a look at how amazing it is how important it is to have trustworthy people minayin how do I know this mechuldu ubar from the story of chuldu ubar if someone shows his trust in Chuldu Bar, and uh, that trust is clearly uh, is, is 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 clearly impactful and meaningful, then certainly someone who uh, who, who trusts in Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So, what does this mean? What's the story of the Chuldu Bar? Very rare that the Gemara refers to an Agadita without telling you the Agadita. Just refers to the Gemara doesn't say it anyway. It's not in Shas the Agadita. It's just an Agadita that you're supposed to know. So Rashi tells us what the Agadita is. Rashi says, Mechuldu Bar Shemisu Shnei, and Tosu also fills us in, Shemisu Shnei B'nei Adam, Matzuihu Ba'agada. He says, You should know this is an Agadita that's, uh, that's well known of, uh, of, of uh, Maisa. A bachar told a young woman that he's going to marry her. He promised her that he's going to marry her. Amra me made so she said, "Who's going to be the Who's going to be the witness that you promised that you're going to marry me?" And all they had 
was a bar, all they had around them was a bar and a chulda, a weasel in the bar. Amar Abachar, baru chulda edim badavar. That let the bar and the chulda be the witnesses to the matter. Liyamim, avar alamunasav, v'nasacheres. A little while later, he fell in love with someone else and he married someone else. He didn't marry this young woman. V'aholit shnei banim. And he had two children with this woman that he did marry. Echad nafal bar umes, v'echad nashka chulda umes. One of them fell into a bar and died, and one of them was bitten by a chulda and died. So his wife said, what is going on over here? This is not normal. This is so unusual for, for us to suffer like this. HaKadosh Baruch is trying to tell us something. So he reported to her and he told her exactly what the Maisa was, that this was no accident, that it was Dafka Chulda Nabar. It was a Chulda Nabar because he had given the, the promise uh, to, to, uh, to this other young woman. Tulsus fills in in the last few lines how the Maisa continues. So I'm that the wife says to him, Im came Chazar v'kachena, go and marry her because of get. So he gave his wife a get, and he went and he married the first woman that he promised to marry. Right, that's uh, that that a person has to have a sense of trustworthiness is the message of the of the of the story. Um, the the the, the post can actually discuss cases where where a bachur promises a, a young woman that he's going to marry her. Is he bound by that promise if he doesn't want to marry her later on? Or do we say no? You got you said you're going to marry her, so you have to you have to marry her. Post can actually discuss cases and whether this halacha lemaisa that you see from the chulda and the bar that it's a very terrible thing to back out on a promise to marry a person. Or do you say no? It's ridiculous. You can marry someone that you don't want to marry. He thought he was in love. He was uh, he was he was 14 years old. He thought he was. In love, and he's saying he's promised the girl that he's going to marry, or whatever. So, uh, so it's an actual discussion in uh, in Chuvasvar about uh, about whether you need to be matineder and things of that nature in order to, uh, to to get out of these kinds of shavuos that uh, that people might make. Anyone who makes sure that he's perfectly righteous down here, so they're going to be matzikin lav din milamala, which means that he's going to uh, he's going to suffer a little bit in this world, so that milamala when he goes up to Shemayim, he will have uh, taken care of all of his averus already. Same pasuk. He says we learn from the following pasuk. Rish Lakish says we learn from the following uh, Pasuk Pagata es sas va'oset tzedek bidrachecha yuskarucha hein atak asafta v'nechta v'amolam v'nivasheya Amr Bishu Malevi kala samech v'yisurin shabon alav mevi yeshua liolam if a person has simcha in the yisurin enjoys the suffering that he has in this world so that's going to bring yeshua to the world that's going to bring salvation to the world so uh, that's again based on that same pasuk the uh, the Yalkut Kershuni explains based on the Medrash that Bitchila al Machshava the Medrash says Gemara says it also that Bitchila al Machshava originally Hakadosh Baruch Hu thought to create the world with Midas Hadin but he saw that Eino Olam Miskayim that the world's not going to survive with Midas Hadin so he was Meshatev Midas Arachimim together with Midas Hadin and uh, people are unable to uh, withstand and so the whole world is Chetzim Midas Hadin and 
chetzer b'midas arachmim, but people couldn't to be be sovel that either to be uh, judged with midas adin at all. So it's only the tzaddikim that are very very close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu that uh, that actually w- operate with midas adin. That only uh, that's that's how the uh, the shlach hadash explains the gemara that uh, that when Moshe Rabbeinu saw what happens to Rabbi Akiva and he says zu tor v'zu schara. So what does Hakadosh Baruch Hu say? Kach ola b'machshava lefanai. What's kach ola b'machshava? Because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is ola b'machshava to create the world of midas adin. So he says Rabbi Akiva is as close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu as possible. So he gets midas adin. That's the way Hakadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. That tzaddikim get midas adin. So uh, so so if you have a tzaddik, you saw rolam a tzaddik who shuffle connected kol olam kulo. He's gonna have midas adin. It's kiyilu Hakadosh Baruch Hu runs the world of midas adin fifty fifty because the rest of the world is with midas rachim. And that one tzaddik you saw rolam is midas is midas Din. So that's why the tzaddik who's makabel yisurim ba'ava is matzdikal of midas adin. So it's through him that the whole world has a Yeshua because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is only running the world based on the fact that midas adin has to still exist. It's got to be a fifty-fifty. So that's what it means. He's made the Yeshua the elder. Sameach yisurim. He's saying I'm okay with midas adin. It's okay if midas adin applies to me. And in that way, he's bringing Yeshua to the entire world. The Ben Yada has a bit of a different interpretation, which is also fascinating. He says Al Piteva, How does a person be Suffering is suffering. It's not simcha. It's the opposite of simcha. How could a person be samech v'yisurim? The only way to be samech v'yisurim is if a person has a long-term view. If a person realizes that if I'm suffering right now, right now is not all there is to life. There's something else. There's something more. There's something beyond. And these Yisurim are going to help me in the long run. It's going to help me in the Olam Ms. It's going to help me in the the, the ultimate uh, the ultimate goal in in the world. So it's maybe Yeshua the Olam by being Sameach the Yisurim. He's showing that he believes in Yeshua. That he's Mitzapeli Yeshua. And by being Mitzapeli Yeshua, he's maybe Yeshua the Olam. So the Simcha Yisurim shows that that sense of Emuna in the uh, the bigger picture. And that's that's what's really maybe the Yeshua. So uh, further in the Gemara, what is the pasuk teaching us when it says When it doesn't rain, it's like a woman who's in labor but is unable to give birth. The Gemara is going to go through various words that we find used in the context of childbirth and used in the context of rain. One of them is atzira. Nemra atzira biisha. It says atzira by childbirth. Nemar ki ki because the pasuk says ki otzar atzar Hashem baad kol rechem. Vnemar atzira b'kisham. Use the term atzira by rain as well. Dechsev va'atzares hashemayim. Nemar leida biisha. Vnemar leida b'kishamim. It also has the term leida both by a woman and by rain. Nemar leida biisha. Dechsev va'tahar va'teled bein. It says leida biisha because the pasuk says va'tahar va'teled bein. Where's this pasuk that that we're quoting from? This is Bereshis. This is by the birth of Yosef. It says, So this, this pasuk is when Rachel gave birth, the pasuk of Vatar uh, Vatel Bein is when Rachel gave birth to Yosef. Uh, the Ben Yoyada raises the question there are so many other earlier psukim that use the, the term Leda when it comes to childbirth, because it always uses Leda when it comes to childbirth. Right, uh, you have uh, the, the, the same the same paragraph, also So he says and don't say it's because this pasuk 
is uh, is uh, he says it, it can prove it with only three words, and in those other pesukim there are at least four words that we need, and we'd rather be we'd rather say the shorter pasuk because then they could have just quoted two words from the pasuk. She could have just said vatar vateled, like it quotes validavit smicha. Why does it have to quote three words from the pasuk? So the Ben Yoyada says something interesting. He says we don't want to quote a chazi pasuk. We want to quote an entire pasuk. So we dafka quote vatar vateled bin because that's a whole pasuk. There's only one problem. It's not a whole pasuk. That's uh, it's still not a so Ben Yoyada knows it's not a whole pasuk. He says yeah yeah, but under the word Ben is an asnachta, and that's the same as a sof pasuk. Where an asnachta in those the bali trap no, then an asnachta is kimat treated the same like a sof pasuk. So even even on on that level though, meaning even in the idea that we try not to quote half psukim uh, that called pasuk to lo paski Moshe and lo paskinon, it's better to quote a pasuk up until an asnachta than to quote a pasuk that stops uh, somewhere else in the middle. Of course, the real problem is that the gemara all over the place quotes half. But this pumped on chesam beis mesachas tainus is where we're going to wake up with akpada that we uh, we only have to stop at an asnachta. We have to we can't quote half psukim. All over shas we're always quoting half psukim. In the staff we're quoting half psukim. All over the place we're quoting half psukim. So a little bit difficult, but that's the yisod that the ben yoyada has that the asnachta is just as important as the sof pasuk. So anyway, never pekida bishav, never pekida bishav. Use the term pekida by yisha and use the term pekida by rain. Never pekida bishav duksev hashem pakada sara. Never pekida bishav duksev pakada arzvet shokor rabbis tasrena pelga elukim malemayim. My pelga elukim malemayim. Tana kimin kova yesh barakia shemenegisham yotzin. That there's like this uh, this pool up in shemayim where all the water comes out of. Amrab shobar nachmeni. My duksev. What's the pasuk teaching us when it says im l'shevet im liartso im l'chesed yamtiyehu? It sounds like Kodesh Baruch Hu gives us things either with a shevet, which generally is a bad thing. That's a stick that someone would get beaten with. Im liartso or im l'chesed. So what does that mean? Im l'shevet. If Hashem wants it to rain in a punishing way, baharum b'gvod. So let the rain come down in the mountains and the valleys where it's not going to benefit anybody. Im l'chesed yamtiyehu liartso b'sadus v'chramin. But if it's chesed, if Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants it to rain b'chesed, so then we'll bring it down to the earth in the the sadus where we need the rain in the fields and the vineyards. Im l'shevet li'ilanos. If Hashem wants to punish us, He'll let the uh, rain come down in the trees. Im l'artso lizrayim. But if it's l'artso, it's for the zrayim. Im l'chesed yamtiyehu. And if the greatest chesed is if he lets it rain in, in the way that it fills up the uh, the pits of water that we need, that we rely on for drinking water. In the days of Rabbi Bar Nachmeni, there was a famine and there was also people dying of a plague. Amri so he said, what should we do? Should we daven for both? You can't daven for two inyanim at the same time. You're only allowed to daven for one thing at a time. So he said, "We'll daven for the plague that that should end, and we'll uh, we'll deal with the famine. We'll deal with the uh, with the hunger." Amalu Rav Shmuel Nachmani. Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmani says, "You have it backwards." Nibai Rachmi Akafna the Chiyav Rachmana Sova Lechai Yehudiyav. You should daven for the famine to end because when Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives food, He only gives it to sustain life. So if He's not going to sustain life, He's not going to give food. So if you daven that Hashem gives food, then He's also going to sustain life. But the Dixiv Poseiches Yadecha Umasbiya Lechol Chai. Ratzon. When Hakadosh Baruch Hu opens up his hand to give us uh, to give to, to give us svia, to give us uh, sustenance, it's 
so that we can live. So that's what you're supposed to daven for. So says the Where do we ever get this idea? You're not allowed to daven for two things at one time. So that when they came back from Gal's bubble, we're going to come, we're going to daven to Hashem alzos on this that uh, they'll be able to return to Yerushalayim. Makes it sound like there was other things to daven for, but still they only wanted to daven for this. That it's from the following pasuk that when Nebuchadnezzar decided to kill all of his uh, failed dream interpreters, it wasn't really dream interpreters. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream and he forgot what his dream was, so he asked all of his wise men to uh, divine what the dream was, and none of them could. So he wanted to kill everybody. So they told Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar's on a rampage; he wants to kill everybody. So Daniel said, "I need uh, give me some time. I'll figure it out. Let me uh, divine what it was." So the pasuk says, let me ask Kachorosh Baruch Hu what this secret was all about. Let me daven for, to find out what it was about. So Mechal it sounds like there were other things that Daniel had to daven for also, but he chose to daven dafka for this because he only daven for one thing at a time. What does that mean? And by the way, this Paschal Meshulchan Aruch, got to add that to the list of halachas that uh, people would be shocked to hear that exist. There's halachas in Shulchan Aruch that a person is only supposed to daven. Tzibur Shailem Beis Tzaros. A tzibur has two tzaros of the Shulchan Aruch in Simon if a tzibur has two tzaros, ain't mevakshin rachamim ella al achas man. They're only supposed to be mevakish rachamim for one of them. Natsuma mevakshin elokeinu al zos. Quotes the pasuk. And even though we have tzaros rabos, we dafka daven for that for for the one. So in the kaslamar says I. But every single day we say shmona esrei brachos. We ask for a lot of things. We ask for parnasa. We ask for rafua. We, we ask for all sorts of things. So he says that's because bedarich tefila that we shouldn't comely date. That's mutter. But once the tzara already hits to be saved from a tzara, then you only daven for one thing at a time to be saved from a tzara. And the Ben Yoyadi says that matzasi kasuv that the klal is that we're not mispal and state tzaras together is only a chutzlaret where we're tachas memshalas shiva sarim and all the tefilos have to go up through some sort of intermediary. So then we're pushing our luck because each of the intermediaries are going to be mekatrig against klal Yisrael. So you got only daven for one. But in Eretz Yisrael, where there's direct hashkachet and direct line, so then you could daven for more than one sarah at a time. You do see, though, that when, when there is a singular focus to a tefillah, like uh, this week in the, the eighth sarah that we've, been, that we've all been davening for, that when there's a singular you know, goal to the tefillah, there is a certain intensity to such a tefillah. There is a certain uh, maila that, that you could feel with, uh, with such a tefillah. So whatever it means that we're not supposed to daven for more than one thing at once, you do see that there is, the, there is a certain value in being so singular Singularly focused in a tefillah. In the days of Rabbi Zayra, the Meir Gzeira, that the Jewish people are not allowed to fast. He said, at least we'll be Makabalatinus now. And then when the Gzeira is gone, we'll actually fast. They said, how do you know that that works? Daniel, from the day you decided to fast, already Akarosh Baruch Vader. Even if there's a terrible drought, like in the, when Elio declared that there, sh- that there should be a drought and it rains on Erev Shabbos, it's a similar klala for it to rain on Erev Shabbos. That a rainy day is like a day of din, where a day of din on Mondays and Thursdays, where the Yom shook, where it was a big tumult already, and rain only adds to the tumult. When you have a busy traffic day and it rains, it's the worst. So, 
on Erev Shabbos for sure, where everyone's so busy. Rain is the absolute worst. If not, if not for the fact that people needed it, I would daven and make it stop, that it shouldn't rain, certainly not in busy days. That Shemesh on Shabbos, sun, sun on Shabbos is good for the Aniyim, it gives them a refuah. On a rainy day, even the money in your wallet is uh, blessed from a rainy day. That it's Mavarich, not just the ground, but Kolmasa Yadecha. Fourth statement of Rabbi Yitzchak, final statement of Rabbi Yitzchak. Bracha is only found in something that's hidden from the eye. The bracha is only found in something that the eye doesn't uh, doesn't rule over, doesn't doesn't gaze over. If person wants to measure out his silo, he should daven that it should be bracha that he should find a lot there. Once he starts to measure, he gives a bracha that. Hashem has given bracha. But once he already measured, if he's saying the bracha that Hashem should give him a lot, then it's tefillah shav. Bracha cannot be found on something that's immeasurable, only on something that people don't know about, something that's actually either because of ayin hara or because the Kodesh Baruch Hu tries to minimize the miracle, so if we don't know about it yet, then we won't know that it's a miracle that's happening, but that's dafka the Maila of Tsnius, that when something is summary minayin, that's where bracha can actually take place. Okay, but I'm going to pick up tomorrow with the four statements of Rabbi Yochanan.